Let's open our Bibles to 2 Chronicles chapter 30. 2 Chronicles chapter 30 in the house of the Lord this morning. This is the greatest Passover held in the history of Israel under the king Hezekiah. Even though it was held out of order in the wrong month, uh, it's, it's called for in a particular month, and it was uh, called, held by Hezekiah in another month because they couldn't get the priest sanctified in time, and Hezekiah prayed the good Lord, pardon everyone. And that's serious business when you do something like that because the Bible has record of strange fire being offered to the Lord and men being judged for it. But uh, Hezekiah knew that he wasn't doing anything but showing zeal for the house of the Lord. Second Chronicles chapter 30, Hezekiah is initiating a revival in the nation of Israel, has called for this hasty Passover to be held. I want to read a few verses toward the end of the chapter and for us to think upon the subject of prayer this morning. Verse 21, And the children of Israel that were present at Jerusalem kept the feast of unleavened bread seven days with great gladness. And the Levites and the priests praised the Lord day by day, singing with loud instruments unto the Lord. And Hezekiah spake comfortably unto all the Levites that taught the good knowledge of the Lord. And they did eat throughout the feast seven days, offering peace offerings, and making confession to the Lord God of their fathers. And the whole assembly took counsel to keep other seven days, and they kept other seven days with gladness. For Hezekiah, king of Judah, did give to the congregation a thousand bullocks and seven thousand sheep, and the princes gave to the congregation a thousand bullocks and ten thousand sheep, And a great number of priests sanctified themselves. And all the congregation of Judah, with the priests and the Levites, and all the congregation that came out of Israel, and the strangers that came out of the land of Israel, and that dwelt in Judah, rejoiced. So there was great joy in Jerusalem. For since the time of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, there was not the like in Jerusalem. Then the priests, the Levites, arose and blessed the people. And their voice was heard, and their prayer came up to his holy dwelling place, even unto heaven. Amen Amen and amen. What a Passover. Instead of seven days duration, it's 14 days, and the people were all glad and excited about it, and what a revival it was. If you can understand the 25th verse, it is describing the Jews of the two tribes, Judah and Benjamin. It is describing the Israelites of the ten tribes. They have been taken captive before this, and uh, they've been dispersed. But those that remained were flocking toward Jerusalem, even leaving the heritage of their fathers to be part of this revival that Hezekiah was leading. And there were Gentile strangers from both sections, the two tribes and the ten tribes. They're all gathering together, and it says they're all rejoicing in the last word of verse 25. 
but what unity they had and what gladness and excitement they had about keeping the worship of God. And they were not content with a seven-day feast. They doubled it and made it a 14-day feast. And they kept those additional days with gladness. When we come into the house of the Lord, if our hearts are right, we will not come in bored. We will not come in treating it as drudgery. We will not come in resenting the time in the house of the Lord. But we should come in glad and we should be willing to spend extra time in the house of the Lord like these were in these verses. And the good king Hezekiah held a wonderful Passover as I read to you. Now there was great joy in Jerusalem, the place where God had chosen to set His worship. And since the time of Solomon and the dedication of that temple, which you read last evening, there hadn't been anything like this to this magnitude. And But we read in the 27th verse, and it's the key verse, the priests, the Levites, arose and blessed the people. And their voice was heard. This isn't just saying the people heard their voice. This is the Lord heard their voice. And their prayer came up to His holy dwelling place, even unto heaven. When we assemble, we want to make sure that our hearts are united, our sins are confessed, and that we are glad to be in the house of the Lord. The Bible says too plainly, That if we are not glad, thankful, and happy in the worship of God, then our worship is unacceptable to Him. And we want our prayers to be heard in heaven. If there's one lesson I want you to take away from today, for the higher ground of your life and the higher ground of this church, it's pray more. The first was Christ central in our church. The second was more of the Holy Spirit. And the third is to pray more. And we've had some emphasis on that leading up to today. But as we go through the pages of Scripture to find out what great churches did in both Testaments, it is prayer. And we want to increase the amount of praying in our private lives and in our public life here as a church. But their prayer came up to His holy dwelling place, even unto heaven. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven... Hallowed be thy name. Thy dwelling place is indeed holy, because thou art the thrice holy God. And in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we boldly approach thy holy presence. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. We are thankful to be able to read, Heavenly Father, that David desired to build you a house. And his desire was a good thing that pleased you, but you chose his son Solomon to build it. We're thankful for that house. But Heavenly Father, we are more thankful for the second temple that Zerubbabel built, for the son of David visited that house, the desire of all nations. And in that place, he made peace. And the veil of that temple was torn from top to bottom, opening the way into your presence through Jesus Christ our Lord. But Heavenly Father, we are even more thankful for the temple of the New Testament, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are thankful that in this place, Greenville, South Carolina, the United States, the year 2015, 
We are lively stones in a temple built together for a habitation of Thee through the Spirit. We are blessed indeed. Heavenly Father, the sacrifice has been offered once on Your altar by the Lord Jesus Christ. Once for all sins. Once for all time. And now we have bold access into Thy presence. We are thankful today to be a living stone in the house of our God. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that You will stir us up by Your Spirit, that we will realize this great privilege, and that we will make this house exceeding magnificent by spiritual measurement to be pleasing in Thy sight. We want to be a fit body of the Lord Jesus Christ, our head. He is the chief cornerstone of this house. And we pray that we will make Him preeminent in all that we do today. And O Lord, fill this house with glory. That is the presence of Your Holy Spirit in our hearts, directing our minds and our affections toward the Lord Jesus Christ more perfectly. Heavenly Father, the sacrifice has been offered once for all, but we are to confess our sins, and so we confess our foolishness and sinfulness and pray that You would forgive us according to Your faithfulness and justness through Jesus Christ our Lord. We pray for the same blessing upon all Your saints and churches and servants throughout the world. We thank Thee for our government and pray that You will bless this nation. And we supplicate and intercede on their behalf this day, O Lord, that You will so guide them, so restrain them, so bless them and so protect them that there might be legislation that we Thy people might continue to lead quiet and peaceable lives in all godliness and honesty. O Lord, let us not take advantage of the blessed privilege of living in this country to live foolish, profane, worldly, and carnal lives, but in all godliness and honesty. Heavenly Father, we pray that You will bless the reading of Your Word, the preaching of it this day, that our singing will teach and admonish one another as we sing with grace in our hearts unto Thee. We thank Thee for this blessed privilege And we pray that you would so empower us and so sanctify our efforts by the Holy Spirit and the shed blood and perfect righteousness of Jesus Christ that our worship will come up in to thy holy dwelling place. For we ask these things, thanking thee for every good thing that we have naturally and spiritually through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.